Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Brian and Sherry 5.0. Online 24-7 at briansherryshow.com. This is Brian and Sherry 5.0. Here are your hosts, Brian Shepard and Sherry Johnson. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today is May 2nd, and joining me tonight, of course, is my co-host, What? Interrupted me. I'm I'm only laughing because you have two co-hosts tonight. Oh, okay. So temporarily joining me is my permanent co-host Sherry and co-host Melanie. That's right. Yeah. That's right. She's only two, but hey. Yeah. yeah. She happens to be with us tonight. I got to right oh, yeah. oh. She's not going to talk. That's okay. That's okay. She's tired. <laughs> it's been a long week. How's it been for you, Brian? From working so much, so <laughs> it's nice to have the day off and tomorrow. So I have like so many things to do. So I'm constantly running. It's crazy. So, yeah. So just to sit still for just an hour is good. So, yeah. You Uh, look fabulous tonight. You really do. I like it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Hello to everyone on Facebook Live. Uh, My sister Ashley is watching. Wow, she actually remembered. Uh, Angela Kickery, hello. Um, Crystal Scrivens, Beth, hello Beth, uh, who else do we got, a bunch of people, Thomas, hello Thomas, um, so yeah, anyways, uh, moving on, um, I was supposed to send my, uh, a message, just letting her know about the show. We do have a few shout-outs, and I just want to say happy birthday. Today is Jamie Nuremberg, my number one fan. Birthday today, so happy birthday, Jamie. Birthday. This time of the year, it's crazy. And tomorrow's my son's birthday. He'll be the big 21, Jeremy. Happy birthday to Jeremy as well. You know, if anyone out there has a birthday that they know of that ends up around our show, please, you know, let us know. We'll give a shout out for you and say happy birthday to them. What's wrong, Brian? I have no idea. I'm just, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm really tired, so I'm, I don't know. But anyways, yeah, so happy birthday to our number one fan, Jamie. Hello to Billy Scrivens. Thanks for watching. Uh, so yeah, so anyways, um, yeah, today is Hot Topic Thursday, so we have two hot topics that we need to talk about, and it's also, hello James Wheeler, uh, it's also host Q&A, so another episode, we're going to have people, um, ask questions about either Sherry and I, or the show, or whatever, and we will answer them, um. Another good thing is is that you can also call into the show 
Um, I'm just going to post it. All right. If everyone could share the show tonight, that would be great. We'd really appreciate that because sharing the show makes a huge difference, we've noticed. And we appreciate it, of course. And thank you ahead of time, by the way. So I thought it was kind of cool, Brian. I was looking at today's national holidays and found that today was National Play Your Ukulele Day. I don't know if any of you guys play ukulele, but today is Ukulele Day. And it was kind of neat because we had been talking about Matthew Fyak in the past. Um, I actually interviewed him a couple times on the show. He is an expert professional on the ukulele, and he plays it a little bit different, sings it. He makes up all his own songs, and he is the one who is headed for America's Got Talent. Um, from what I heard, let's, I'll give you the update. He went, and he tried out, and he made it as top, one of the top ten. So we are very proud of him and hope that all goes well after this, and we'll see where this takes him now. So very, very excited to learn the news on Matthew. And we're hoping to have him here and join us next Thursday so he can really give us a – hopefully he'll he'll come on so and give us an update on what's going on with him. So it'll be fun. Mm. <laughs> Brian, of all people <laughs> – It'd be neat to get him on. Yes. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with that necklace? Have you had that done before? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hello, everyone. Are you itching to say something? Is that like it? Uh, no. <laughs> nope. I'm trying to figure out what to say. Um, I'm a lot for words. I'm tired. Like I said, I'm just tired. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe I need some jelly beans or something. You have some? Yeah, I need to wake up. That's what I need to do. I, I need to wake up. Damn it. Up, oh, right. Come on. Uh, so anyways, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> Sherry, we need to um, start crack a lacking with our um, audio book here. We need yeah. to get that done. Yeah. I've been well, reading. How about you? Huh? I've been reading it over again. How about you? I'm like really getting into it this time and thinking about, you know, we're in the car. Like, I start laughing again. Like, this is, it just cracks me up the way Dan and uh, rode us in there and I can really imagine it like it's just perfect for us yeah. so I think we're going to have a lot of fun um, hello to Katie hello to Daniel um, welcome to the show um, yeah like I've I mean I don't need to read it again I mean I know exactly what happened and whatever but I have read it and I have been doing the same thing like what noises or 
yeah. sounds can we use? Like, do I should I really bring peeps with me? Because that's yeah. although I'm eating meats, meats. That's what the generic peeps are in the book. Yeah. Um, and stop because I'm talking with my mouth full in the beginning of the book. We're driving in the car. Yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, you you think about all those different things or whatnot. So it, it's very interesting. So, um, but we need other characters. That's that's what we're looking for. We need other voices. Um, yeah, I was hoping that Dan would do his own. Right. If it's still a possibility. The narrator, I could probably find somebody for that, um, but I would really like to get this going. It's not very long. I mean, it's it really isn't. It's, you know, um, yeah, um, I mean, I don't know exactly how many pages it is. I mean, yeah, it's kind of a long book, but um, it, it would be a process, but. We really need to get crackalacking on this thing because I really want to put it out there for people to listen to. I think it would be not hilarious, but I think it would be pretty awesome um, for people to be able to listen to the book as us. You know what I mean? Like we're we're doing the book. So um, to voice my own character, I think that's um, – I never thought I would be able to do that. I know. That's why I'm so excited about doing it. And I have read it with just my lines, like what type of expression or, you know, what tone of voice should I have at that moment? You know, like I'm trying to really set myself in the seat because I want it to come out just right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, we have, we have some things to do. So, yeah. Like Dan says, whatever it takes to get the feel of the scene, um, that's true. Um, oh, so now I have to find someone to find to do his part too. So now I need two people. I need a couple of people actually to read for that. We need the ice fairy. We need the narrator. The narrator is the most important part. Obviously, Dan is, um, you know, important because he is a character in the story so yeah hello to christopher cowles thanks for joining and i saw somebody else come on james mack james mack is watching hello to james mack yeah no i just think it'll be fun dan wants us to read some of it are you ready to do something like that? You don't even have a copy of it. I I, ha- I know. I don't know if I can. It's on my computer. I do have a copy of it. Not in like a physical, but. Oh, yeah. I have a physical copy. So I printed it out. I need to print you a copy of this. That's yeah. Do, so. Yeah, that would be really great. Then we can meet up somewhere and go over it. <laughs> yeah. Um. The only thing is, is I wouldn't know where to record this because we would need absolute 100% silence. Your house. <laughs> um, I'm up for it. You know, that's, that is a possibility. Um, and I think it would have to be broken up. 
obviously we can't read the whole thing in one take. Um, so, yeah, but I, I think that it would be uh, interesting to see uh, us do this, but, but I really would like to start working on this project as soon as possible. So I have so many other things that I'm doing and it's crazy. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure we can figure something out. So, but yeah, um, I don't think you have. Do you have it? I, I do. Yeah. I'm pulling it up right now. I wouldn't even know what to read, Dan. I don't know. I don't know what I would read. That's the thing. I can't even see in this light, first of all. Um, go down to... Um, Hold on one second. Yeah. Hey, Google. Turn on all the lights. You got it. Turning 31 lights on. 31? Oh, shit. Hey, Google. Turn off the lights. You got it. Turning four lights on. No. Oh, no. It's not good. Oh, my God. This is too much. Turn on the lights. Sorry, our control is not yet supported. Oh my God, I'm in the dark, folks. I'm in the dark. I think I just turned the whole house on. <laughs> I'm dying. This is too funny, you guys. Oh my lord. It can only happen on our show, you know. <laughs> hey Google. Gosh. Turn on the lights. <laughs> There we go. All right. That's better. Um, okay. So you do have something you haven't pulled up? Yeah, I have a So I, I'm pretty sure that people are wondering exactly what we're talking about because we didn't mention exactly what this is. So, talking about it. So, yeah. So let me just refresh people. So um, I'm trying to read your – the opening – he wants to read – he wants us to read the opening scene for this show. Um, sorry about that. But anyway, okay. So – Actually, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Um, talk. Do something. Okay. Um, in the past, we had asked uh, anyone to write a, sto a short story, which would be a concept. Um, and Daniel Payton um, had written a story about us and called Winter Wizard. And he has wrote it um, to where... Brian and I will be narrating it, so um, it's kind of fun. We've been looking it over. Um, it's a really good book, and it's kind of hard for me to get into character right now, but Dan, just so you know, because I have a baby sleeping on my chest right now. <laughs> I didn't think she was going to fall asleep, but she did, um, which is great and all, but... Um, but, yeah, so I've been looking over the book, Dan, just so you know, but I guess Brian um, hasn't been doing his homework, so we can get on him about that. <laughs> you know, just because I leave doesn't mean you can talk shit about <laughs> All right, so here it is. Uh, so this is The Winter Wizard by Daniel Payton. This is his book, Okay. We've had him on the show multiple times. For those who have never seen our show before, I'm just letting you know. 
So it's not that very big of a book, okay, because it was a challenge. We challenged authors to write a book using Sherry and I as the main characters of the story, and we can't die. That was the only stipulation. So Daniel, because he likes fantasy and, you know, those types of books, um, he wrote The Winter Wizard. So this is his book here, and we are characters in this book. Okay, so let's for forward to now. So uh, I don't know how this became, but it just did. So it landed in my lap, the script for the Audible book, um, so people can listen to the book. So um, he came up with what we need to say, obviously, with the lines from the book. And we need to sit down and we need to do this so that we can publish this so that you can either purchase it on Amazon, uh, which you can get this book. There's one more. The uh, What's the second one called? <laughs> no. Uh, the Winter Wizard 2. But, Winter Wizard 2, yeah. You can't think of that? I don't know. I can't remember. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm That's right. You're talking about the other book. I'm like, what? <laughs> um, which you can find this on Amazon, by the way, folks. You can find all of Daniel's books on Amazon. So, because um, the last book, yes, is Earth, Earth's Last Starship, which is a science fiction novel with Sherry and I as the main characters in that as well. Also, my sister Heather's in that book. My grandmother is in that book. Um, there's a couple of other people in that book as well, um, other authors, friends. You never know who's going to be in that book, but those people are, are in that book. Chronicles, yes, that's what I meant to, yes. So Winter Wizard Chronicles, which contains book one and two. That's what, what he did for the second one. He combined the two books. Uh, hello, Leroy. Um, so make sure you pick it up on uh, Amazon, the book. Coming soon will be the audiobook. As soon as Sherry and I sit down and start reading this um, and recording and, and stuff like that, so I, I hope it will go very well. Um, but anyways, um, there's some funny things in here. There's, you know, some action. There's, I think I swear in this book, too. Ooh, I do. Yeah. Um, so anyways, <laughs> and of course, Dan's in this book. So anyways. Okay, well, let's, let's test you out. Let's do the first page, <laughs> chapter one, today. <laughs> you can be the narrator part. All right. So there's the link if you would like to buy the book. Uh, please do it. Not only does it support the author, but it gets us out there as well, you know? Um, and if you do the, buy the book, please, please do a uh, review of the book, should you read it. Uh, the opening scene with Brian and Sherry is where I think you should read a few pages from. Not, oh, okay. not the very, no, I'm not going to do the very beginning. So it's where we're in the car, okay? So uh, I'll read just the like the we'll do the first page. How's that? Can you tell me like, because I'm looking at. Could you start with at the top? We'll do um. When we get to his house. How's that? We got time for that. Okay, but what? 
What are you talking about? Can you tell me what page I'm looking down? One, two, three, four. Fifth page. Fifth page. Okay. All right. Because it starts with the narrator. Right. That's what I'm saying. Chapter one today. Chapter one today. I don't forget I have the baby on my chest, so bear with me. Uh, Jennifer Lawner, if I buy the book, will you sign it? Who will sign it? Because that means that you would have to send us the book for us to sign it or send it to uh, Daniel, which he's more than happy to sign books. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that out. But that's a very good question. <laughs> yeah, very funny there, Dan. Okay, so chapter one today, the only thing that got me is that we're in a van. Hi, Dan. <laughs> I have the I have a He knows me well. <clears throat> All right, we're gonna get serious. Here we go. Are you ready? Ready. Are you on the right page? Yeah. Okay. A van hurried down the highway through East Tennessee. At the helm was a tall, red-headed man with one hand on the wheel and a marshmallow tree in the other. Seated next to him was a woman with long, curly blonde hair with a cheerful demeanor, though right now in her eyes was annoyance. Ryan, you just have to stop to pick those up. Look, we had to stop for gas, and they just happened to have these on display of these meeps left from Christmas. Brian stuffed a whole red and green Christmas tree shaped marshmallow in his mouth. I don't have any. Uh, no, I'm not pretending. Just to irritate her that much more. Speaking with a mouthful, he said, uh, and it's just slightly muffled, which I probably, if I was really going to do it, I would fill my mouth with something. You should have some, Sherry. They're great. No, I can't. That's if I wanted one. I can't even hear you. What's happening here? Oh, you don't need your microphone. That's why. No, I can't. That's if I wanted one. Can you hear me? Sherry gave off a disgusting snarl <laughs> at the thought of those sticky, sweet things. I thought you got five packages. You've only eaten two. He patted his breast pocket of his coat, which made the crumbling sound of plastic, saving them for later. Further do we have to go? He lives in Morristown. The GPS says we only have 20 minutes to go. Sherry looked out at the naked trees of the cold forest. should have called first. What if she's not home? What? And ruin the surprise? No way. It's still the holiday season. He probably isn't even home. Oh, Brian fiddled around with the with the last two marshmallows, trying to get them apart with one hand. He's home. We did our Christmas show from Orlando. He was at his house. I doubt he ran off since then. Stop worrying. I still say you should have called her. Brian finally got the marshmallows apart and stuffed one in his mouth. <laughs> that sounds about right, right? Uh, he's there. Don't worry. I want to do our first show in Tennessee with one of our favorite authors. He's been on our program 
over the phone like five times. This is going to be a lot of fun. I hope you're right. Otherwise, this is going to have been a long drive up from Florida for no reason. We could have flown from Orlando back to Boston and already been home two hours ago. Brian turned off the main highway and followed the winding road that had cattle pastures on one side and tilled land on the other. Well, here we are. The sign said Morristown just ahead. Hey, look, it says there's a state park up there. Don't you remember? He sent a lot of photos at that park and even shot a few videos there. Hey, maybe we can go up there and do some of the video. But it's too cold out to be... Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I can't see. But it's too cold to be doing that outside. Oh, stop whining about the cold. We're from New England. This isn't cold at all. Brian pointed to the temperature gauge on the dash. It's 33 degrees at noon. Still above freezing. Besides, look around. There isn't a speck of snow to be found. Fine, whatever. Brian muttered and went for that last marshmallow. <laughs> After a short drive through farmlands and into a small factory town, Brian and Sherry followed a road that led directly for the state park. Just as they turned to enter the park, another road led them to an area where some neighborhoods had been built. Soon they drove up the driveway of a nice modern colonial-style house with a few Christmas decorations still out in the yard. Brian held up his phone. The GPS says that it is. Looks like no one's home. Sherry, <laughs> Sherry craned her head and took a look at the dark windows of the house. Brian was the first to venture out and head for the door. Ringing the doorbell, he waited. Sherry joined him as he stood there. Before she could say anything, he rang the doorbell again. What? He has to be here. I didn't drive all the way up from Orlando to find him not home. Just then, Sherry's phone rang, and she walked away to answer it. No, we're in Tennessee already. Yeah, the author we were going to see isn't home. <laughs> Brian huffed at the whole situation. Looking up at the empty house, he saw something odd. Reflecting in the glass of the door was a flashing of what appeared to be lightning. How interesting. Guess what? I'm not reading anymore because we don't want to give away too much. But there you have it. Sherry and I having fun, going to Dan's house. He's not there. We have to find him. Now we have to go out and find him. Well, we were waiting for him to come back home. We ventured out on our own. And right. then we got into some trouble. So how did we do? Was that good to you guys? I mean, probably not. Well, that first trial run. <laughs> Hello to Michael Scribbins. Hello, Anna. Uh, pinch your cheeks together and be muffled. Yeah, yeah, I could have tried that, Beth. You're absolutely right. Vernon, hello to Vernon. Um, so make sure you buy your copy of The Winter Wizard, or you can just 
skip the Winter Wizard and go straight to the Winter Wizard Chronicles, book one and two, which is both of them together. Um, it's totally up to you, but you can do whatever. And our last, if you're a science fiction fan like me and Sherry and Dan, uh, you can do Earth Last Starship, uh, which is Dan's latest book uh, with Sherry and I in it. So, yeah, there you have it. Um, okay, so... Uh, I'm trying to think how many weeks ago. Like two or three weeks ago, we did a poll on Facebook, and we asked everyone. Um, oh, a little work. Yeah, sure. Um, we asked everyone um, if there needed to be more things to do for children and young adults here in Berkshire County. That's where we're located. Uh, but it could mean anywhere, but we just took Berkshire County as an example. 90% uh, of our viewers and listeners responded with yes. We got 3% that said no. I don't know what the hell that was all about. Yeah. But anyways, an overwhelming response. So, but we never followed up with that poll. I just, we've been so busy with the show and different guests and whatever, we just didn't have time to go about um, asking about the poll. So now we're asking people, what do you think we should have in Berkshire County to keep children and young adults, even high school kids, um, busy, off the streets, um, and doing something? So we just want to hear from you guys what you think um, they should be doing. Uh, so, and then the other thing that's been happening, which also pertains to students and schools, is BB guns, uh, violence in general, uh, you know, which for some reason was, was unheard of in Berkshire County. You just didn't hear about it. Yeah, you heard about the, the, the guns and the violence, but that was much older people. But now it's starting to hit the schools and the younger uh, kids. So I'm very, very surprised because we never had this issue here anyways. I've never heard of it. Well, when we were younger, I mean, I have to say in Pittsfield, there was an arcade or a couple arcades. Kids mm -hmm. could go to and um, focus on gaming. Um, there was, the parks were patrolled more. They, you know, um, I think kids are just bored. There's nothing here. And as, as a parent, I'll tell you, it's very difficult. Um, you know, it, it, there's nothing here in our city for these teens. People want to say, yes, there is. Well, unless you have money to put your kids in, like, a group, it always costs, and there's always fines or fees. And, you know, a lot of the parents can't afford this. Sometimes it's just too much. Right. And I think that they're – has to be more something that kids can go to and, um, you know, have security there as well, you know, but of course all this costs, Brian. So, you know, what can happen? You know, that's our question looking out to you guys, what can actually happen for these kids and give them something to do than thinking about making these teen games that are carrying these pellet guns um, <clears throat> or BB guns, whatever you want to call them. 
Um, I know that the police officers, the Pittsfield Police Department, did put out a warning that, you know, these BB guns look like real guns. And if a child or a kid has them, they have to take into consideration that that could be a real gun. And your child could end up getting shot, you know, if they don't listen to the police. And, you know, that's really scary. Stop and think about that and see what your kids are, you know, running around the streets with. Because that's what's happening here in our city. Mm. Wow. So, airsofts are not, they still can hurt you, they still can kill you. Right. And that's the thing people need to know, you know. Um, I think there was more, you know, at the time when we were younger, there's more after school sports and stuff like that for kids to be involved in. Mm -hmm. But now it comes down to the issue of kids having to travel really far to um, get to the schools. And some of them are walkers. You know, I think there's a two mile in Pittsfield, I think, walking now for school. And, um, you know, kids spend all day at school and then they stay after school and then walking home. It's really late by then, you know, and th there are buses, yes, but not for every child. And, you know, the, the ones that walk can't be really part of this after school unless they have someone picking them up, you know, and there's a lot that contributes to that because um, someone did talk to me about um, involving more after school sports, but then again, that costs money because you have the teacher, the coach there, and, you know, they have to leave the school open longer. So there's got to be something, you know, that they can come out with. But I don't There's not much funding for anything extra. Yeah, no. I mean, they're talking about doing away with art, and they're talking about doing away with some gym and stuff like that. So, you know. Right. I don't know. It's crazy. It really is. So if anyone has any ideas of what you think this community or your community needs, if you're not from Berkshire County, um, or if your uh, community has something that maybe we could benefit from, uh, let us know, uh, because I'll be the first one to pass it off to City Hall. So... No, uh, there's no bad idea, pretty much, at this point. I mean, they're willing to, you know, listen to anyone's ideas and um, concerns and, you know, and stuff like that. So please let us know what you guys think um, about what's, what's happening, what's going on. The world is going crazy, Sherry. That's what's happening. So, Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So I don't know. Yes, I like your I think perhaps the churches in the area could step up and develop some after school programs that could provide you know with further use. Dan, they actually used to do that, but in our area, this is very sad. But a lot of the churches have gone under, especially in the city of Pittsfield. We've lost. I I I think it's five churches have now been closed and. Are not being used as churches anymore so um it's like even the churches are not around anymore for that and a lot of these places are even getting scared of the kids i know that sounds weird but you know you have to provide security nowadays and 
people just don't want to be involved in that, especially with teens carrying around these um, gun-like, what, what would you call them? I mean, just BB guns or airsoft guns, but they look real. Mm. They look like nine millimeters. Um, I mean, in the city of Pittsfield, there used to be like a discovery zone. There used to be, what was that? Uh, Buster's, which was a play area, pool tables for older teens. Um, they had video games. They had climbing equipment for, for kids. Um, there was, I believe at one time there was even race cars that used to go around and, you know, a roller rink. And um, even, you know, drive-ins and all these things are gone now. And the movies are really expensive and you can't do that every day. Right. You know, so. Hello, Nikki. Um, yeah, that's true. And yeah. now the mall is gone. So that was the place where the teens would go and hang out. And now they can't even do that. Yeah. Because there's more mall. Yeah. Maybe they need to develop them all into an activity center. <laughs> but the thing is, is cool. the thing is, is now uh, it all comes down to dollars and cents. That's the thing. Yeah. Who's going to pay for it? I'm pretty sure if the mall was, if they used each different store of whatever used to be in there for a different activity or some sort of business that revolves around children and doing crafts or laser tag or keep the wrestling up there or, you know, whatever. And you pay like, you know, three bucks, five bucks or whatever. Here, have my kid for an hour or whatever while I go shopping at Target or, um, you know, doing what, or doing it with your child even, you know, participating yourself. I think that that would work. Maybe even get memberships from, memberships from the kids. Yeah. Part of that. I know there was a bouncy house up there, um, but that was more directed towards young little kids, you know. Um, yeah. So I, a lot of people have said that to me, but um, older kids want to do older kids things. Right. We're talking pool, uh, air hockey, roller skating, or um, any of those things would be cool. But everyone's so caught up in technology and how much that is really changing the generation. Mm. Yes. See, people like what Nikki, thank you for posting that. Um, we used to have a roller rink in Torrington, Connecticut. Unfortunately, drugs became an issue and they closed it. Seems like drugs are a major issue in the city, which limits activities. And I believe that's also what's happened here. You know, people don't want to open up something like that because of the negative activities that can happen. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's because here it is going down at just a park that was actually developed for little kids, which, you know, and we got the teens going through there where, with these airsoft guns and, you know, as got big with the police department. Our library here, Dan, is pretty big. There's different sections for different ages, but these teens are not into that. They won't even, they don't even think they go into the library anymore. I don't know. There's nothing really that goes on there. We even have a museum, but it's, very small. Mm. 
I mean, the museum does do a lot of different things, but yep. the problem is, is you, you are paying for it. Yeah, you do have yeah. to pay for it. So, um, yeah, it's it's just too bad. So, safety is a huge issue. It really is, Beth. You're right. Yeah. And I think that's what it comes down to. You know, people don't want teenagers hanging around. We did open up the um, skating park for kids to go skate, but that place to use a few times a year. I mean, we have winter, and not every kid is into skating. You know, I hear you busting into those jelly beans, right? Are they jelly? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Um, yeah. And it's pretty sad that a city that I grew up in, not originally from, but Pittsfield, I don't like going to Pittsfield. I don't, it, driving through Pittsfield is fine. But if I have to go, like, and visit my sister or I'm visiting, not so much you, you're away from you know, away from it. So I'm not too worried about that. But my sister's on the west side, in the middle of the west side. Um, and I just feel weird now. And it's probably because I don't live there anymore. I haven't changed with the times in Pittsfield because now I'm in a different uh, part of the county. But I feel I don't feel safe walking to my car, which is pretty sad. I really don't. Um, I'm always worried that my car is either going to get hit or um, it's something's going to happen. Someone's going to come up to me or whatever I'm trying to get in my car. So I like to make a bad dash to my car. <laughs> yeah, I Sorry, know. but I just do. Um, but I grew up on the west side, and that's what's, what's funny about this whole situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? These are your old stomping grounds, you know? Pretty much. I didn't have a problem walking around town at all. I used to walk around Pittsfield like there was no tomorrow. You know, Francis Ave, Columbus, Dewey, Robbins, South John Street, John Street, you know, Pacific, Atlantic, all those, you know, areas. And uh, even North Street. North Street wasn't a problem either, the main street of, of Pittsfield. Now it's just like... You know, unless you're walking and and then if you walk in a group, it, it might be intimidating to other people. What are they up to? What's going on? You know, so it's like I give up. And so now when I drive through there, I'm just like on a mission. I want to get in and out, go back home, you know, so. What, what is the answer to this? You know, I parents have to work two jobs, you know, <laughs> to make life go smooth <laughs> you know the parents aren't there to take care of the kids you know they're they're throwing technology at them to kind of keep them quiet and but what happens when there's no technology you know if the kid can't doesn't have it or can't afford it they're out getting into trouble because it seems to be like the next interesting thing that they can do right they have no supervision they have no discipline but i've also noticed that if you let your surroundings go, most of those neighborhoods are shit. Yeah. 
You got dilapidated houses. There's trash all over the place. There's, you know, there's the drugs. There's gunshots all the time and whatnot. If you allow things like this to continue, then nobody's going to want to do anything. Nothing's ever going to happen. Everyone's going to keep feeling scared or, you know, whatever. It's just not, you know, you have to fix your surround. I think the surroundings need to be fixed. So I think the city needs to step in a little bit more. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so if anyone else has any ideas on what you think this county needs, or if you're having similar issues in your own uh, town or city or whatnot, and you guys have something that was new for children or young adults to do, please uh, let us know. I mean, we could keep going on with this topic forever because it's just, you know, an ongoing issue, uh, so to speak. So, yeah, definitely let us know. Also, don't forget. I just dropped a jelly bean. Oh, no. You can call into the show if you have any questions for us, uh, either for me or Sherry, or uh, about the show. You can call in if you want to talk to us directly, or you can ask us questions right here on Facebook Live. Uh, For those listening, you can go to Facebook Live. Uh, by going to facebook.com forward slash Brian.Sherry show. Um, so kids have no discipline, consequences, and being held accountable. Yeah, that is true. Um, and Beth says, if you get enough people together, it takes a city to take the city back. That's a good start. Yeah, that is true. I actually tried doing that, Brian. I don't know if you remember back in 2000 to 2005. I was a community coordinator and tried getting people out to become part of um, the community and do a crime watch. And we actually were developing um, different events for people each and every month to go with their children um, to learn about safety. You know, one event was about safety. One event was about being drug free. Another event, you know, each event had a theme. And we involved the local police department to come out and speak to the crowds. And um, we, we had EMTs there, you know, to, to say what they see. And um, it only lasted for the time we were doing it. People gave up. They stopped coming to meetings. You know, it got rough. It got slow. And, um, you know, crime just continued to happen. So, and, <laughs> yeah, I mean, t- we, we started a teen team which we had them actually trying to develop a basketball team um, and which I think what else it was, uh, you know, just going out, talking to the other kids about um, doing good things. We, ha- we had an art contest, stuff like that, trying to get teams in to do things. And it just, it didn't continue because people just lost interest. Right. Like how do we keep the interest of these teens and how do we keep them knowing right from wrong and out of trouble? You know, it's just it's impossible sometimes. Yeah, that is true. We do have movie night, too. Mm-hmm. Um, we do try. The city does try. But we need something that is going to be a regular thing for these teens to do. You know, it's got to be something that just once a month. 
it, they need something to be part of all the time. And that's, you know. Beth, yeah, Beth, I believe you know me. I ran the community police center on Morningside on Tyler Street. We tried doing the neighborhood watches involving the people in the police department, but that wasn't really helping the teens though. As much as we were starting a crime watch and it was working with people, I mean, we we're in the news talking, but it, we, we need to develop something for the teens to do. They don't care about crime watch. <laughs> Um, I have asked my own kids time after time, and, you know, each teen is different. We need, like, a community, we need a community center with, like, a gymnasium, you know, some, a place that can be open every day of the week, you know, minus maybe a Sunday. Um, mm -hmm. But we need a community center that will open that will offer different things for different kids. Not every kid's going to just want to play basketball. Not every kid's going to want to just play um, dodgeball. Yeah, I mean, there's different things you can do in a gym, but we need to have, like, rooms. Like Brian said, like, the mall would be perfect. Each room dedicated to something different. Have an art room, creativity. Let's get these kids thinking about being creative and how they can change their lives, you know, in a positive way. Um, whether it's through sports or just being creative in general, you know. So have them start thinking about what if they want what they would want to do for college, you know. Maybe there could be people come in who are of that profession for the day, you know, and teach these kids, you know, some of what they do as a profession. Start getting these teens to start thinking about their futures. Because right now it's like I think if we ask just about any team, they really don't have a great idea. Yes, Beth, we did. We had these parks always had something to do. But Beth, when we stopped doing these neighborhood crime watches and these neighborhood events, they didn't continue. Unfortunately, everything ended because there, we didn't have enough volunteers. I think you can agree with me on that. There wasn't enough people to come out and say, hey, let's do something in these parks. And it's great that we have parks, but what, what about the winter? We need something that's indoor. Like Brian said, you know, the mall is just closed right now, and it's a decent mall. It's not falling apart. You know, I wish we could put something in there. Have a roller ring throughout the mall, you know? <laughs> do that. Have a hangout with some food for these guys. Um, cheap foods. I'm not saying free, but get these VFW people out there who like to cook burgers and dogs. Maybe they can make a few bucks for a charity or get any other sort of a charity type people that can create a dinner or need money. You know, they could bring out their foods and, you know, sell it to these teens cheap. <laughs> teens like food. <laughs> They'll eat just about anything. I mean, <laughs> you put it in front of them, usually it goes. Right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But 
you know, like I said, if the mall was to do that, there would be, have to be insurance. There would have to be some sort of payment coming in, you know, and who's going to pay for it. That's why these things aren't developed and don't happen. You know, everything costs money. Right. Time and people. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Like, I would suggest getting some people who are veterans, you know, who are retired and don't have a lot to do. You know, they have the skill of security. They have skills. And they can still do things. And they can mentor these children, you know. Yes, Beth, I agree with that. Getting kids involved in charity work builds character, which is a good thing. Absolutely. Well, Dan, I know you haven't been in our area. Um, and it, it is very different and everywhere, but I think the bottom line is we're talking about just teens in general who are bored, who are out doing bad things when they need to be influenced by something good and to be able to do something for their community. Not, you know, that's everywhere. That's not just different communities. Every community needs that. I think every teen needs something positive. We do need sponsors, maybe. And maybe, um, you know, there are community blog grants. Beth, I believe you probably know about this. Um, but those blog grants right now are being used to fill potholes and curb cuttings and putting in these new light poles where we are. Um, community blog grants are great, but a lot of them, it's very hard to get the money from the FYI community blog grants to support funding for any sort of teen sort of event thing. <laughs> and I don't know how else to put that. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. If we had a big company sponsor, wouldn't that just be amazing? But I don't know how to write grants. If anyone knows anyone who knows how to make grants, maybe then we could take, you know, that, that and approach some companies with it. But we also have to find out limitations within our city and what we can do and where. Absolutely. Now, I haven't heard of 4-H programs at all. Have you, Brian? I, I, no, I don't. 4-H, no, I haven't heard. But I believe you have to be a member to be like a 4-H thing, too. Right? Which cost, does it cost to be 4-H? I don't even know. I don't know what that is. It's like a, it's like kind of like a Girl Scout or Brownie, uh, Boy Scout type thing, but it's um, for boys and girls. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, we have the Boys and Girls Club. We have the Girls Club. But uh, Right now. And the Boys and Girls Club never cost. I don't think it cost anything. Not when I went, it didn't cost anything. Yeah, to so, be part of like one of their teams or you have to be a member and then yeah. I try getting my kids involved in that. Very interesting. Yeah. I mean there are places, it's just a matter of like I said, dollars and cents and you know, um, we have the YMCA, you know, I, I think that if more of these places did more things for children, it would be much, much better. So maybe yeah. we need to work on something. I don't know. Maybe we need to come up with some sort of idea. There's 
now that we're down to the wire here, it is uh, 9.59. But anyway, so next Thursday, hopefully, hopefully we have – stop talking. We will hopefully have Matthew Fayak, I hope, uh, coming on to the show, which would be very interesting, uh, to say the least. Right. Yeah. We'll be here some point or another. I'm hoping for next Thursday, so let's keep our fingers crossed. I hope so. <laughs> um, Great. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's hopefully next Thursday. Uh, Matthew Fayak, you can find him on Facebook. Uh, ukulele player and singer as well. Um, he... Uh, Went for uh, America's Got Talent. He uh, received top 10, so unfortunately he didn't make it into America's Got Talent. But top 10 is good enough to where you can get seen and things start rolling, which I hear is what's happening. Um, so I hope we hope to have him on the show. Um, I hope to talk to him. The last time I spoke to him was on our my birthday show, where he was uh, good enough to surprise me with a phone call wishing me a happy birthday. Um, for some odd reason, I have a thing for him. I don't know what it is all about. So this is going to be a very very interesting show to say the least. Uh, hopefully his girlfriend or wife or is watching. So wife, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, hello, Cassandra. Goodbye, Cassandra. Um, so, yeah, so hopefully uh, he comes on next week. If not, we'll hopefully get comedian Rep Sever, who I thought was supposed to be on this week. But we haven't heard from him. He has been busy. He has been doing his comic, uh, what do you want, stand-up comedy. So he's been a little busy. Uh, and a big shout out to him. So, and another quick shout out to our number one fan back there. Happy birthday, number one fan. Yeah. Um, so, uh, hopefully, everyone has a fantastic weekend. It's supposed to be warming up. Yes, there's a little bit of rain, but we can make it through this uh, to get to that nice spring weather. I just want to start planting flowers. It's really what. I want to do so. I want to get out there. Um, Dan, we'll have you on at some point. And yes, to answer your question, I have been reading the book that you sent me. Um, I can't obviously talk about it, uh, but I have been reading bits of pieces of it. Um, so I'm, I'm slowly getting there. Um, so, and then we'll be able to talk about that and have you on the show to talk about that book as well. So um, yeah, we have, so we have some a few interesting things coming up on the show. So yeah, I guess I don't know. Yeah, we do. It's exciting. It's a new month. So happy it's, May to everyone. Happy May, everyone. We made it to May. So there's so much talent in the area. You would think people would volunteer. I know, right, Bob? It's crazy. Just volunteer if you want something to happen. And you know it would happen if you just volunteered, do it. It's as simple as that. But people just, there's a lot of people that don't have that mindset. So trust me, I wish I was a millionaire because I would 
do whatever I could for my community. I really would. So, but anyways, um, what else is coming up? Don't we have anything coming up that we needed to talk about? Oh my goodness, I almost forgot to mention. So, a lot of you most likely did not listen to that show. And that show is probably disappeared and gone, probably. Uh, I don't know if it if it's still around. I don't know, but anyways. Uh we did do the what if scenarios. And so for next week, uh, I'm going to save it for next week. Show. I do have an update on Cockroach Lady that oh. I need to tell people. <laughs> an update. Oh, my God. I have an update. And I'm going to find that show, Sherry. Yeah. I'm going to find that show. Where it is, I have no idea. Way back when. Way, way back there. Uh, I do have to here. Oh, you know what? Okay, yeah. Hold on one second. Yeah, I do have to do a shout out for that too. Well, yeah, you guys, wait to see this. Don't go anywhere because Brian's gonna show you something amazing. Absolutely amazing. You'll see. Watch. Keep watching close. Watch that door, see if it opens and closes again while he's gone. <laughs> Remember that? We had some paranormal stuff going on there. All right, yeah. here he comes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to present to you the new. Dun, 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 dun. Look at that. Hey, George. So. I have a new jacket, as you can see. Um, it's been warm. Well, not so warm, but I have been wearing it all the time, but I've been wearing it as well. So this coat was designed by Katie. This is the new Brian and Sherry logo, and it's on my coat. So we each have one. We did take pictures. I posted some of those pictures. Oh, of no. Me. No, of just me, because oh. I know how you are. Um, but this is the new shirt. I know it's backwards, but you can read what it says. So, uh, yeah, isn't that nice? Thanks to Shady, Katie. Yes, it looks very sharp. I love it. So, um, yeah, if anyone's looking for some merchandise, we're going to start rolling out some merchandise. I'm pretty sure of it. We've had merchandise for the longest time, but nobody buys anything. So, um, And we've been giving it away. Um, so, yeah. But anyways, so, yeah. So there's my coat. I love my coat. So now I just got to pay for it. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, everyone. Well, that is it. Um, I have to go. I'm tired, and uh, I'm pretty sure you guys are as well. So, oh, don't forget, the carnival is in town, Sherry. That's right. Yes, May 2nd through the 12th, 11th, 10th, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. Something like that. Something like that. Uh, the carnival 
Yeah, the carnival is at the Berkshire Mall starting tonight, although it's rainy. Um, so maybe this weekend people will be at the um, carnival, which you know what that means. The Dalton Carnival will be next. It's in May 12th. May 12th. May 12th. So the 2nd to the 12th, you can go to the carnival at the Berkshire Mall in the old Sears parking lot. I can't believe it's here already, though. That's crazy. We're talking about carnivals now. Yeah, it's here. Crazy. And I think the only other interesting thing that I'm going to be doing is I'm taking a road trip. Mm. I'm going to Maine, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought thought this was something different. No, I'm going to Maine. What? When are you going? I'm going June 7th to the 9th. Ooh, so one month. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be in Bar Harbor um, visiting my sister for the first time and um, sightseeing, you know? Nice. I've never been there. I don't know. So if there's anybody from Maine, I'm going to be in Maine. Isn't that fantastic? Nobody really cares, but that's all right. (laughs) So, all right, everyone. I'm going to finish my jelly beans. And uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. Hopefully, we will have a guest next week. Um, I hope it's Matthew Fayok. Or maybe Rhett Sever. Who knows who it will be next week. Um, but stay tuned. Any last words, Sherry? Thank you all for watching. Thanks for all your opinions, you guys, tonight. We had a lot of fun, and I really like when you all get interactive. And I hope everyone has a great weekend. Thanks for listening and watching. Brian, you take care. (laughs) Don't eat too many of those. (laughs) I'm going to try not to. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Brian and Sherry 5.0. Online 24-7 at briansherryshow.org. Like them on Facebook at brian.sherryshow. And we'll catch you next time.